Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another amazing episode of the Mera and Era Nerd Podcast. This week's meta, a little of everything, not a whole lot, but plenty of thoughts to go around. We are your hosts that always have ideas, your hosts that always have opinions, and your hosts that never really shut up because, hey, we love what's meta. Hello, Rico. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Pretty hyped. Uh, you know, it's uh, set to be a long couple of day, I know, for a couple of days for you. So I appreciate uh, you uh, staying up to record this with me because I know we, uh, you, we both have a busy day tomorrow, but you more so. So, uh, yeah, I'm just glad to be here uh, and uh, some exciting stuff to talk about. Yeah, and in case everybody doesn't know, my, my little brother is getting married. I know it was one of the things that we kind of talked about last week. And and honestly, like, I, can't, I, can, I can never say no to the podcast, you know, like never. And, and not that I ever will, right? It's just we usually have days and we try to, try to do, you know, work, have days that works best for us. And we've been, we've done it once a week consistently already for, shoot, man, several months already, right? Yeah. Yeah, since April-ish and stuff like that. So we've been going strong. We're going to keep going strong. And, you know, re, you know, life happens. Things are happening right now. Big things are happening right now. So we're just going to, we're going to, you know, enjoy. We're going to, we're going to live, you know, and we're going to, we're going to have fun with everything, right? So, uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm going to go ahead and hand it off over to Rico. Let him get started because I think he's going to, we're going to go with gaming first. I, I know we usually go with anime first, but we're going to go with gaming this time around. And uh, Rico, go ahead, man. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm super hyped up, even though it's late at night, because we're just coming off of uh, the Overwatch League Grand Finals that took place tonight. Uh, we did get some really cool announcements, but before that, uh, I would like to congratulate the Dallas Fuel for taking the series four to three. Uh, it was a phenomenal series, uh, probably the best grand finals, maybe the best playoffs, but for sure the best grand finals match there's we've ever had in the Overwatch League uh, for anybody that watches and stuff like that. Uh, and congratulations also to the San Francisco Shock for being the runner up. And, you know, the Dallas Fuel was kind of like heavily favored through the playoffs to kind of just take it all, see who was going to stand up to him. And the shot gave them a hell of a run for their money. Uh, you know, just dragging it out to the end. Like I say, four to three, uh, best finals match ever. And uh, there was some super intense matches today. One in particular that was actually in the uh, winners that was in the bottom bracket, the losers bracket to see who was going to challenge the shock. I mean, the Dallas fuel, uh, there was a crazy match between the shock and the outlaws on uh, route 76. So if you like to go back and watch stuff like that, uh, look out for that map. And if you can, if you're an Overwatch League fan, check out the, the finals if you didn't. Uh, one of the surprising things that we got out of uh, this week's uh, festivities, the the finals and everything, they did talk about that uh, we are going to at some point be getting the Overwatch League Vault skins back, which include like the All-Star skins, uh, probably some of like the old MVP skins and stuff like that. So those are going to be coming back. Uh, and the big announcement today that uh, took place between the losers final and the or the the bottom final and the grand final was the reveal of our new hero coming next month. Uh, it is going to be on December 6th, if I'm not mistaken. And they kind of swerved us because a lot of people had these ideas of who it was going to be. Uh, we talked about it, I think, last week that we thought it would probably be uh, Malga. Uh, somebody we've seen before because they've alluded to that in the past. Uh, there was also some others that people thought um, might be out there, might be a little surprise. Uh, I think we did bring him up at some point, but I don't think either one of us thought that this was going to be the guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, his name is uh, Ramatra. He is the leader of Null Sector. He is also considered to be as close to a brother as possible to Zenyatta. They have, they're supposed to have uh, quite the relationship that will be highlighted by a lot of the voice signs uh, when they interact. Uh, his motivation in fighting is uh, centered around his people, the Omnics. And uh, a little bit of lore that I had heard before, but I, bought, I bet a lot of people didn't because I actually listened to like lore stuff about Overwatch, is that the Omnics are a finite race. They were created and uh, they do not reproduce. They were made. They're not being made anymore. So what's out there is out there. And when they 
pass away, that's it. That's minus one. No, nothing coming back. Uh, something interesting that the uh, the devs talked about is that he's very unique and that he's going to swap forms. They talk about uh, an Omnic form, which is his more defensive uh, team-oriented form. Uh, I guess really more just defensive. He has a staff, and he will be able to produce some sort of shield or barrier for his team. Then they talk about uh, his other form, which is seems to be the more offensive one, is going to be his nemesis form. Uh, he's, they kept saying about how big he was going to get and how he's going to have a presence when he goes into that form. So I would imagine he's going to grow in some way or uh, I, I picture something kind of like a Winston Primal, if you're familiar with the game. Uh, and that he's just going to march forward and just punch, look to punch people with some crazy punches is what they described. Uh, the host asked the devs, oh, so it sounds like kind of like a Ryan Arisa hybrid. Uh, but the devs actually said, no, I think this is actually a lot scarier than that, <laughs> which was interesting. Uh, I don't know if you got to watch any of the games, but uh, what did you think of the hero? Were you ex more excited about the surprise? Were you more excited for, for Malga or someone else? Or um, and, and I guess, I don't know, it's just... I guess it's just preference. I know when we had talked about it last time, and I think I had mentioned it, right? Like, oh, you know, people expect something. I was like, but they always give us a swerve. And I was like, the last person that people kind of uh, figured out was Sigma, I believe, right? Uh, people kind of figured out Sigma, new Sigma was coming, and Sigma drop. It was like, you know, there was no, uh, like, guess, like, oh, you know, no hype to it because people had already knew in the build ups there. So when people were teasing, you know, Malga here and, and stuff, it I went to war. It wasn't Echo? I think it was Echo. It might have been Echo because it Sigma might have been was, Echo. Yes, Sigma was the one that was actually a surprise. Yeah, okay, it was, okay I had an opposite. Yes, yes, because yeah. Echo was the one that we knew already who was part of Overwatch going in. Uh, Sigma was the one we had no idea who that was, um, like at all, because that was the first time we had you know his introduction. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm sorry, confused. Yeah, but in this case, I know people were teasing, and again, people it was everywhere. You, you couldn't miss it. So when they came out with when I saw uh, 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 Ramatra, I said awesome dope and i think the shambali monks shambali monks i'm sorry are just awesome right because the whole the whole you know with zen and zen's amazing and his his origin story was just intense and they always do a good job overall with the the sequences the storylines um and just really you know having a captivating minute and a half intro that reflects what type of character we're going to be dealing with, especially with the lore and stuff like that. Blizzard's always done a good job overall when it comes to storytelling. I've always been a big fan of uh, Warcraft, Starcraft, the, the Lost Vikings, you know, uh, different things like that. So, you know, they knocked that out of the park with that origin story. So now I know we're looking forward to some gameplay. I did see that they were, he was going to have those, like Rico had mentioned, the Nemesis form and his uh, shield form or, you know, or whatever it is. So definitely hype, definitely pump. I think he looks amazing. Super awesome. Uh, honestly, he looks like a big old badass. And that was my first reaction. I was like, this guy is gonna he's gonna kill some people, man. At least I hope. I've always been I've always been a, I know Rico's more techie type tank and I'm always the one just, you know, just you know, I like to flank and, and go in there and be aggressive and you know make something happen. So uh I'm super curious because this guy seems like he's gonna be able to do a little both. So um looking forward, man. Looking forward to more for sure. Yeah, so uh, we look forward to just uh, learning a little bit more. Uh, still no definitive uh, news about his kit, really just those little uh, tidbits, teases, uh, what have you. So, uh, you know, it's uh, a month away, a little a little over a month away. So, I mean, he'll be here before we know it. Season mm -hmm. two, again, that's uh, December 6th. Uh, so jumping into the non-Overwatch stuff, uh, it was announced that there is a Haikyuu smartphone game coming to mobile uh i'm a big haiku guy so i see this i have to talk about it there is a registration i think going on where you can try and get into the beta but uh, there's some kind of game for haiku coming out so i'm gonna be checking that out uh and if you're a, a fan of haiku and all that uh, whether because of anime or gaming uh check it out uh playstation vr2 launching february 22nd 2023 uh, I know I've never tried VR, but I know you have. Uh, any Briefly. interest in, in something like this at all? or Not me personally, just because, again, I've always been more of a story-driven gameplay. And and this does have a niche. I know a lot of people who do enjoy it. Um, but, again, I would. my friends are not going to have, 
you know, and I like to play online too and stuff like that. So, no, I've I've dabbled in it briefly. Not something I'd probably be getting into personally. Yeah, I still yeah. hear a lot of people talk more so about the Oculus than anything else. I hear the Oculus too, or whichever one is the latest. Whichever one the latest one is is very successful. Uh, for you know, so that's what I hear. Anyways, I'm not sure. Yeah, I hear the same. I guess just because you know it's a little easier to. It's a little bit easier to just buy a console and buy the accessory for the console than like have your PC and build your PC and spec your PC. What kind of graphics are you going for? What kind of card are you getting? What kind of rig are you building for this? It's kind of just like a just buy this and big. Yeah, it's a big peripheral, right? I guess. Yeah, it's a nice introduction. I guess uh, it is going to be, it, they're usually pricey. I, I didn't get to see the price point of this, but I would imagine it's going to be somewhere in like the, well, the, the it, three to three to $500 range or something like that. I well, would imagine. It says VR2 is launching February 22nd, 2023. And the new headset costs $549.99. Okay. Pre-orders available November 15th. So, so <laughs> well, yeah, 600, so, right? Yeah. So, you know, I guess that is, that is quite the, the, entry point but of course there's still uh psvr uh, one out there so if you want to try it out give it a try there's also some some that are a little bit uh more wallet friendly versions of vr stuff out there but check those out if you're just trying to dabble a little bit and then if uh, it's something you're interested in go go for something bigger maybe this maybe the oculus like marcus talked about but uh it's coming uh you talked about uh story driven games uh, wouldn't you know it that this week the reviews, early reviews came out for the new God of War and they are some big scores. Uh, I know we talked about that a little bit. You said you, you right away said that you weren't surprised. Um, yeah, I would have been in shock. And, and there are people, right? Like there are people who give it an eight, nine, so, you know, preference, you know, but the over vast majority of God of War has always been the 10 out of 10 you know, reviews have always been just amazing. So I would have been in shock if I saw nines, you know, across the board, which I'm, I'm, I'm personally glad I didn't see it. And I've always had this running joke uh, with God of War. And, and I, did, I said it again yesterday, Rico's kind of laughing. I was like, cinematic masterpiece, you know, them and Naughty Dog. And, you know, and, and I love the Uncharted series. Last of Us is amazing, but I always make it like a, you know, glorified movie and stuff. So no hard feelings to people out there. I do joke around like, oh, you know, it's just, it's just a big movie, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, so get people riled up every time. Just kind of throw it out there. But no, I played all the God of Wars, including the PSP, Ghost of Spartan, of Sparta and all those. And um, they're all amazing games. So it, it'll be a matter of time before I get around to this one. Just because, you know, the price goes down a lot. And again, this is what always been one of my gripes is that there's never really nothing new. It's a must-play game, personally. But, like, the same experience I'm going to get now is the same experience I'm going to get two years down the road. So... You know, never it's never really a rush for me to get through these games. Strangely enough, right? You would think. Personally, anyways, before somebody says, you're crazy. I've gotten that before. Yeah, I think uh, I think that this is a big deal for me more so than most of the time because of the fact that we also got Elden Ring this year and that this the last time I feel like this happened was with Elden Ring and what that game went on to become and kind of like take over the gaming world. Um. Um, I I expect big things from this game, That's, and hmm. you know, uh, it seems like since Breath of the Wild did get delayed, uh, these Elden Ring and then probably this game are, you know, slated to or thought to be like the early the favorites for game of the year. Uh, you know, this is just coming out. We're seeing the scores. We'll see more like once people actually get their hands on it. Other, you know, we'll get more reviews, more everything out there but you know that that big shock factor from elden ring and what what it was able to be the, the story the lore the replayability the boss battles the difficulty like was just something else you see so, but that that there's there's a, a very distinct difference between the two and because god of war has been is an established franchise and a very popular franchise strangely enough elden ring and from soft from, from software games they weren't they're not as popular god of god of war and they weren't as it, it just wasn't as popular. It was, i don't want to say a niche a niche community it wasn't but it wasn't you know the scope of what god of war is god of war you know it's playstations you know 
um, IPs, Gears of War, it's PlayStation's Halo's type thing. You know, that's what Gears of War is. And it's always had those tens consecutively every time a God of War comes out. So, you know, when Elden Ring came out, it that was mind blown because Elden Ring kind of made those games just main. I don't want to say mainstream, but they popularized it. They got a lot of new fans into those type of games, us included, you know, because we had never really played a, a from software game, um, or at least completed one in that, you know, in that regard and stuff. So you know, it just kind of it's it's an interesting way where how polarizing is a game like Elden Ring when it had come out and just took the world, you know, just took the world by storm and, and i'm talking like took them took everybody and it wasn't just those diehard from software fans because people swear that you know that bloodborne is just better in every way and stuff like that and so it's it's interesting but again like ragnarok coming out it's it's going to be a contention for game of the year it's always god of war is always going to get tens and stuff like that so if you haven't played any of them you, you need to go give it a go you gotta you gotta play them you know so it's just two thoughts yeah, yeah, and I just say it because in a year of like multiple games with tens across the board, like you can't help but compare. Like, oh yeah, what is this to that? Where this is like you say an established mainline series, the other one is more of a of an established genre, uh, maybe not as mainline as what this series is, but you know it had its fan base. We see what now it is. People, people, people that were gonna love it, uh, regardless, and of course this is gonna be different because it's a little. Bit, it seems like it's going to be a little bit more story from what I've heard. And I've never played any God of War games. Uh, I've always wanted to. Uh, and I've, I've, I've watched uh, some of the, the gameplay and runs of like old stuff, but I, I haven't played the, the new series yet. But, you know, you, you, you have a, you have a personality for it. I know you like to like play games and you'll get through them all. The a lot of the first games, of, you know, are actually kind of short. So if you ever decided to get through them, I'm almost positive you'd get through them like in four or five days. <laughs> you know, if you, if you really tried. Yeah, challenge accepted. <laughs> so moving on, the word on the street is that Lionsgate is looking for a partner out there to help them develop a John Wick triple A type game. Um, no, they're, they're just putting out feelers out there looking for that uh, dancing partner to kind of make this happen. What kind of game it's going to be, who knows, but... I guess we'll probably know a little bit more once we see who their partner becomes in this. Some other interesting news was uh, Hideo Kojima on his podcast, episode 10 to be specific, uh, went in depth to his experience of resisting being bought out by big studios because he still considers himself like an indie developer, even though like, you know, he's this big name that everybody always talks about. He, uh, some of the little things that he goes into is, you know, the big money that they offer him. But he says that at this point, and just in his career, he would rather make, be his own boss and make what he wants rather than sell out and take like the big money to make what other people want him to make. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So uh, I, I thought that was really interesting. And I have yet to listen to his podcast, but this actually makes me want to listen to it more. Uh, and, you know, get inside his head a little bit. I know we talked about it a while back that he had announced this. He was going to be doing this. So uh, because of this, I'm probably going to be adding it to my list on Spotify and be checking them out pretty soon. Yeah, that's intense. Always, you know, and he will have the creativity freedom that he's always desired. That's why that's why he left um, in the first place. Uh, you know what I mean? His old company established, you know, what he has right now. And I can only imagine what type of money these guys are offering. And I, I'm thinking like Phil Spencer and... You know, just trying to, hey, here's a billion dollars. Please join us. He's like, nah, no thanks. You know what I mean? And yeah. everybody's always looking for, you know, top publishers, developers, you know, and this guy obviously is up there. And hey, man, awesome. I think it's, it's awesome, you know, so. A uh, last little thing I'll uh, touch on in the gaming realm is uh, I want to give a shout out and congratulations to the team behind call of duty modern warfare 2 for an 800 million dollar opening weekend that is huge uh you know just to put that in perspective that's i think bigger than some of the latest marvel marvel movies we've got uh the latest uh, thor movie the doctor strange movie like this made more money than them in a weekend so that's pretty crazy when you think about uh you know the money that some of those movies make 
just in a, weird in a couple days so uh yeah it broke records for like the hottest and fastest selling cod of all time maybe game of all time i'm not I'm not exactly sure but i know for uh, at least in call of duty standards which it wouldn't be a surprise because they're always up there in terms of numbers oh yeah but 800 million in how many days how would you oh, say oh, opening weekend so, <laughs> so that's that that's nuts that's Dude, crazy that's ridiculous man and obviously you no know, it's 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 not a movie where you know you kind of watch it once or two or three times no this is you know this is a game this is a game that people are play every day to wind down so here raking in that money man good on them man shit that's crazy yeah, yeah so again big congrats to them and uh i mean Keep it going. Uh, moving over into anime, we only had a couple things. Uh, I know one of the things that Marcus reported on last week was uh, Lookism uh, coming to Netflix. Netflix actually announced that they are postponing the release of Lookism. It was supposed to be uh, yesterday on the 4th, but uh, as far as we know, there's no release date yet, but it is getting postponed. So uh, we'll be looking out for an update there. Um, a reminder that the Bleach uh, Thousand, what is it? Year thousand, blood War. Yeah, the Thousand Year Blood War uh, dub premiered yesterday. If you're listening to this, uh, you're listening to this on Saturday. So it premiered yesterday on uh, Hulu. So for those of you that were holding out for the English version, uh, it's out now. Check it out. Uh, Type Moons, which on the Holy Night dub release is coming on December 8th. Uh, I'm not too familiar with this show, but uh, I noticed that uh, it was getting a lot of traction on social media. So I said, you know, if this uh, is um, this is a a, uh, a game, isn't it? This is a, a game. game. Yes, type because remember, Type Moon. That's the studio that brought you. Uh, um, that's Fate Fate Stay Night. They're 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 a visual novel first and foremost. The visual novel is being. Uh, transferred over the English dub is going to be available on Nintendo Switch. It the is Witch, Witch on the Holy Night. Gonna, it's a visual novel. Now, there will probably be, or maybe there already is, an anime uh, coming out soon. Uh, I think actually it's going to premiere in 2023 um, by Ufotable. Because remember, Ufotable actually, I think, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, I think has more so the rights to Time Moon's projects. And mm -hmm. people love Time Moon, man. You know, Fate's. Uh, uh, Fate, what's it called? Fate Stay Night, uh, uh, Limited Blade Works, um, mm -hmm. Heaven's Feel, you know, their animation is, is insane and they're going to keep rolling with it, man. So, yeah, it, this one is a visual novel that is going to release in English on December 8th for Switch and PS4 for $40. And in case you don't know what a visual novel, a novel is, it's legit an interactive story book novel that's accessible on your Switch. And it, Wow. It's a niche for some people, you know, some people, I, I, I actually enjoy them, especially when there's another mechanic to go along with it. Um, but I have played my fair share of visual novels. Um, but this one is getting, I believe, an anime an adaptation or movie adaptation coming out in 2023. So something to look forward to. So, so this is kind of going to be similar to what that uh, Digimon game we got not too long ago. Was, something right? like that. You see, in that case, that Digimon game had that, uh, that a uh, battle a little turn-based battle going with it um but so, yeah so, the, so there was a mechanic to it there's a mechanic yeah no yeah fate stay night uh the even the the uh original visual novel did not have any mechanic it was just a visual novel that you read on your switch okay so more so like the like the the wolf series or whatever that was and the uh yes well, yeah. Well, those and, and those the Walking Dead kind of like you you maybe if anything you'll get like paths to go down or something. Or yeah, like Steins Gate, like following the story. Yeah, something like that. Steins Gate's a visual novel. Uh, Dang and uh, Dong and Rampa is another visual novel. Those have mechanics to them. Even games like um, um, what's it called? The AI Somnia games, those are visual novels, but those do have some small mechanic to build into that visual novel, visual novel just to make them appealing. I don't think this one, the Type Moon, because Type Moon usually doesn't have little gimmicks here. It's just a full-blown visual novel that they, they, they release. But these visual novels are very, very popular. So, you know, there's going to be a demo available. Maybe there's a gimmick that I, I don't know about. But, yeah, it's it's by Type Moon. It's going to be a good story. 
I'm sure. All right. Well, uh, you know, thank goodness for Marcus that he was able to clear that up for us. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another reminder that we have here, the Attack on Titan special event is coming up on quickly on November 13th. So uh, we'll get to our news about the ending of that series in just a couple of days. So uh, just be a little bit more patient and that'll get here. Uh, Slam Dunk movie was announced for December 3rd in Japan. Uh, it is the first movie, as I understand, right? This is actually the fifth movie. The fifth movie? So this is yeah. not... Wow. So thank yeah. goodness for that. Double thank goodness for Marcus, because I'm <laughs> um, spanking him. <laughs> um, yeah, so again, remember, Slam Dunk did come out in the, I think, late 70s, early 80s. Um, there is a 101-episode anime adaptation. Filler, unfortunately, the, adap- the anime adaptation, which was mostly faithful, never finished off the manga. Um, so... As a matter of fact, the first, second, third movie are canon. I don't believe the first one is. The fourth one is, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't remember that uh, enough of that. But this one is supposed to take place during that tournament, if I'm not mistaken. So this one should be canon. Obviously, it's going to be a, a revamp. So I, you know, I hope it leads to something else. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just I finished. I was reading Fire Punch, finished it in two or three days. That's uh, um, Fujimoto's first series that he's that he started. And I'm actually on chapter ten of Slam Dunk. <laughs> you know, just keep. I'm just reading these things. That's because I'm, I'm on chapter like hundred of Berserk. I really need to, you know, finish that one off. But um, I'm on chapter ten of Slam Dunk, and I think I'm gonna kind of do this intertwined thing because I'm super, super excited for this movie. Even though, and I'm gonna be honest, yeah, as much as my anime as I've watched, I've seen the first ten episodes of this anime maybe like three times. Never finished it, so I said, "You know what? I've never tried giving the manga a chance. I'm super into it, so I'm hoping to finish the manga, so that way I can, you know, watch this movie because I I'm super pumped for whatever reason, man. You know, so I'm I'm stoked. Yeah. So here, just uh, I, I was like, I swear I read something about the first slam dunk movie. The name of it, I think, is the first slam dunk yes. movie. Yes, that, the first. That, that's why I read that it was the first movie, but I was wrong. That's the title. It's not, you know, that it's the first movie. Yeah, because the big thing in the series is oh, the slam dunk and the slam dunk and these things. But it, the guy, those guys in those posters, all of them, all of them are just animals. And the main character is the one with the red hair. I don't know if you see him in the in the. I forgot. I totally forgot his name. I just read it earlier. Um, he come. He's he's a goofy ass guy, and then he becomes a total animal, and he's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> think of a uh, think of a uh, Kagame from uh, legit that that's Kagame from uh, uh, Kuroko's basketball. Okay. So yeah, uh, so man, I, I'm excited. I know you would love it if you if you decide to read or watch. I know you'll love it especially because it's this is a more traditional. Aside from the fact that these guys jump from the goddamn free throw line like it's not nobody's business, <laughs> but I know you will love it. I get it, it's a older, but it does hold up wonderfully. It really does. I I really recommend it. Again, I'm only chapter, ten chapters in. I loved it. I think it's hilarious and it's awesome, man. <laughs> so, uh, so um, of course I'll, I'll Marcus usually uh, knocks everything out of the park when it comes to recommending stuff to me. So I'll go ahead and check that out. Uh, next thing up is that uh, that time I got re- reincarnated as a slime series is going to be coming out with a movie named Scarlet Bond. And it is going to be releasing November 25th in Japan. Uh, another series I have not watched. I think Marcus knows of it or has seen it, maybe. I've seen it. It's it's wholesome and good and great and breaks boundaries, even though he doesn't try to. It's a good series. It's actually one of the best that is out right now. Um, it's an, is- an isekai, but it's one of the better ones because I know there's hundreds of that genre. But no, this is a good one. So. If you haven't checked it out, you should. Or in general to everybody. Uh, last little thing I'll add here, and I it caught my eye because of uh, of one of the things involved in it, is uh, Katakawa announces acquisition of Anime News Network's media business. Very nice. If I'm not mistaken, that's where you've mentioned that you read a lot of your stuff, right? Anime News Network? A- Anime News Network is the... Uh, I guess it would be one of the more popular ones. I know there's my anime list, and there's one other one I'm forgetting. It's not coming to me. But, yeah, that's actually one of the bigger anime 
websites to kind of get your news and stuff like that. It's been a little slow in the last few months or so, but, you know, Kadokawa has itself an English news source, so that's cool. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So I, I was gonna that 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 was gonna be my next question. How do you think this is gonna change, or will things change? No, I, I think I think of anything for the better. It's nothing's gonna change. Uh, I just think a lot of these big companies do like Katakawa doesn't. Ha- maybe they do. Maybe they don't. As I, I don't want to just you know, right now. I'm just speculating, but kind of like a direct news source, you know, for them to be pushing on stuff like that. The only thing is, is that obviously if something's not. Uh, tied to them whether they would i'm sure they would still release that information too or that news also but again anime news network is just a big hub for anime news in general i know some other websites you know do manga and and so and so does anime news network but you know they focus on the light novels the manhwa the you know donwas and stuff stuff like that so it kind of encompasses just a little bit of everything uh anime corner.me i know some of the guys uh, I know Rico follows them. Anime Japan, right? Uh, gets yes. information from just about anywhere, and this guy pumps out information before it even pops up on uh, Anime News Network and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, hey, anywhere you get your, your news, man, it's great because you can always be hyped for something. So, uh, jumping over to TV and movies, uh, the first little three things I'll cover are from the MCU. So, for the MCU fans out there, uh, we did get. Uh, some confirmation that the Eternals will be returning at some point. Uh, I know uh, a lot of people considered it like a low for the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, but uh, I did watch it. I know a lot of people might have skipped it based on reviews and stuff like that, but it was there was some interesting parts about it, uh, and they are going to continue with that series. Uh, also from MCU, Audrey Plaza has been cast in Agatha Coven of Chaos. So, uh, you know, big uh, big name actress coming to a... Uh, you know, one of the Disney Plus shows. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, probably the thing I was most excited about is uh, we did get confirmation that John Bernthal will be returning as the Punisher in Phase 5 at some point. Ooh. So I'm super pumped about that. I'm, you know, his uh, his series uh, when they were over on Netflix was just awesome. Very different from like the the goody two shoes uh, superhero stuff we're used to seeing. So I'm, I'm excited that they're going that way again. Uh, jumping over into some little surprises, I would say from this week in TV and, and movies would be uh, Westworld today. They actually announced that Westworld is canceled uh, on HBO after four seasons. I did only watch the first season. I did get uh, the rest of the show hyped up to me, but after watching season one, I, I enjoyed it, but not so much where I picked it over other things that I was watching. So I kind of put it on the back burner. Uh, I know uh, one of our friends, uh, Cornelio Nanabanan, uh did talk about uh, liking this show and stuff. So uh, I will probably get to it now, but it's just uh, unfortunate that they did cancel it. I did hear that they are still paying the cast completely because of, uh, you know, contractual stuff. So... There's that, but you know, for the Westworld fans, uh, some just some unfortunate news. Uh, some was a lot bigger than I thought. It was a lot bigger than most people had that on. I I've been hearing about it, you know, quite a bit. And even when it got canceled, I know the internet was like, "Whoa!" Like a lot of people enjoyed it. You, do you think maybe this is a series that some other, somebody else would pick up, or does HBO work like that? Do they not work like that? I'm not sure. It was very. I I haven't seen enough. I. When I saw the initial show, it was it, it seemed like a very niche show to me. And it is based off of they did Westworld in the past, so I'm pretty sure it's a remake. Um so to me it it was interesting, but it didn't get to a point where I'm like, okay, I gotta watch this like immediately. Um so maybe because it's a remake, I think that probably makes it less likely for it to get picked back up. I don't know, like I said, I only watched the first season, so I don't know where they went with seasons uh, two, two, three, and four. So uh, I really can't say in, in terms of like the content of the show. Um, I mean, this, and this I, is not the first one. Like, and I'm not familiar with the numbers either, so I don't know what kind of numbers they were doing either. So. Well, I know, I know it's not the first show. Like, I know they've been on just a huge, just axing, you know, since what, been tweaks already? How long has it been? Yeah. So been, you know, so 
But one of the things that came out, I was reading an article, and again, it's always just random things that I kind of see and pick up and look more into. The CEO, for totally forgot his name, over at a, a Water Discovery, um, has said that it looks like they're trying to prioritize not the streaming part anymore because they, he called it a bad model or bad business, something like that, but that they were looking to actually push more of the big franchises that they currently have. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and Game of Thrones universe, just to name a few. And they were talking about movies and shows and all kinds of things. And I said, huh, that's interesting. Um, just be, and obviously in my, in my mind, I'm thinking, we knew Game of Thrones. That's going to go on forever at this point because, you know, we love it. But revisiting the Harry Potter universe in a movie format again, especially when um, I read elsewhere that, and I don't know if Rico's going to answer this, it might be drinking the gun, that um, the Fantastic Beast series has kind of been put on hold just because of the latest release that came out. And they're kind of starting to see, well, maybe they should, you know, they're, they're, they're starting to gauge things. Um, so, to my point, it's interesting to see, you know, a show like Westworld, especially since, it, you know, it, I've never watched it, but I, I thought it had a bigger following than it did. So, for this show to kind of get canceled after four seasons kind of makes me put into perspective just in what direction that you know they're going into so it's interesting to see for sure um, but somebody keep your eyes on especially if this show gets picked up or what ideas is work are, are they working on behind the scenes because those are just some of the things i had you know read online and stuff like that so it's gonna be interesting to see going forward yeah and uh, we talked about the restructuring of wb and all that uh in the past and i did have that uh, a little further down the line but i also did read uh like you mentioned lord of the rings harry potter superman are some of the things that they're looking to superman was the other to, one, yeah. to, to touch on uh superman being a big one because we actually just got the announcement that henry cavill is coming back as superman and he is also bowing out of the witcher uh mm -hmm. i know that was met with a lot of controversy last week uh because people just want Cavill and they don't, they actually, it actually came out this week that Cavill actually thought of leaving the Witcher after season two because of creative differences between him and some of the writers. Mm. Uh, and that kind of goes hand in hand with some of the stuff we covered last week, where the people that are working on the Witcher now say that people, they want to have people working on the show that are fans and are going to stay true to source material. That was something else that Henry Cavill also said, like why he wanted to kind of like bow out in the past. And I guess now that they're focusing harder on Superman, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, and all these things, uh, he's kind of renewing that commitment to them and, you know, just moving out here. So it's not so much, I think that they're pushing him out, but maybe he's kind of just wanting to do this rather than stay in that environment or whatever, which is unfortunate because, you know, to us, he's, he's going to be Geralt. Right. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, change isn't easy, but, uh, it's, it happens. So we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. Uh, one of the, I also saw that they highlighted, uh, in that uh, article that there's actually, maybe it's not, maybe it's not the same article, but an article about the WB stuff that they actually have, some ideas already in mind for things for Harry Potter movies. They didn't say what, they didn't say who, they didn't say time period or anything like that, but that they kind of have ideas of what, where they would go with that universe, but they have, they need the approval of uh, JK Rowling, which, you know, also, you know, think of what you will about her, but you know, she brought us this franchise. Uh, so, I mean, I'm always down for more Harry Potter, um, hopefully more Harry Potter stuff and less fantastic beasts. Or, you know, maybe Fantastic Beast stuff, but just better executed, right? I, I If they're going to give me Fantastic Beasts, I want the damn beasts. Like, straight up, dude. I need the, those beasts for the best part. Yeah, I... I, uh, I didn't hate those movies. I thought there was some redeeming stuff about those movies, but they, to Marcus's point, they ended up not being about Fantastic Beasts. They ended up being about something else entirely. So, it, it was just uh, kind of odd. Yeah, and you're trying to, you're, they were trying to, you know, squeeze two different storylines, plot lines into a Dumbledore thing when the movie was about Newt's commander and his affinity with beasts. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it, was, it was weird. It, it was a cluster. It was a cluster. Yeah. If, if they wanted to talk about Dumbledore, they should have just titled it something else and honed in on basically a story about him, and that was it, which is, you know, but whatever, teach their own. Yeah. 
So I'll jump over to some of the other little surprises we had. Uh, the Russos confirmed that uh, the live-action Hercules will be a modern musical. And uh, they said that they're going with this because of the prevalence of TikTok nowadays and that it's going to be inspired a little bit by maybe some TikTok. So, you know, I'm I'm not too too into the whole TikTok thing, but I know it's huge nowadays. Uh, people are, you know, all about it. So let's see what we end up getting with Hercules. That's interesting. I'm not, I'm not against I'm not against a little bit of music, but again, musicals for me, oh but yeah, but uh, Hercules has an amazing soundtrack. Yeah, so that's what I was gonna say. Because of the music we're already familiar with from like the cartoon uh Disney version, you know, I'm okay with this. Uh it's just interesting to hear that they're going with TikTok. Yeah, that's interesting. I watch them do like some TikTok dances or something like that. That'd be yeah, crazy. I, I was thinking more maybe like maybe the musical was maybe in like short spurts, but that would be totally random. Or having like a I don't know. It's just it's weird. Yeah. So However you we'll, slice it. Yeah. So we'll we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see what a TikTok movie inspired uh, Hercules looks like. Yeah. Uh, the team behind the Winnie the Pooh, uh, the recent Winnie the Pooh horror movie, is now developing a horror movie. Uh, centered around Peter Pan, and it's going to be oh, called oh, oh. Neverland Nightmare. That's uh, strangely enough. I think that's a little bit more tripped out. I mean, granted, Winnie the Pooh, you don't expect you know this big bear in a costume to you know hack you, uh, but you know Peter Pan is and is notorious for children and children never getting old. So I think the premise kind of helps itself more so with Peter Pan because <laughs> that sounds tripped out. You just come and take uh, your kid. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, like, the, the setting and a lot of the lore and stuff of the Peter Pan universe really lends itself to a horror genre. And, and so, Hook, man. I mean, Captain yeah. Hook, man, scared the shit out of it. What was, uh, was, uh, what was his name? Um, uh, was it Dustin Hoffman? Mm-hmm. Right, he 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 did hook it with Robin Williams, right? In that version, yeah. yeah. Dustin Hoffman as Hook scared the shit out of me when I was little man, <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah, Hook. You know the pirates. The there's pirates. There's kids that never grow up. Whether you know, and it's not a choice, really. Like you're that you're trapped that way. Uh, then there's uh some scenes in the movies like with Indians. There's uh the some of those i bet could be really tripped out uh there's oh, yeah. a, a crocodile that comes out throughout the show oh he's on heaps of hand man so like I, i'm i'm thinking like something crazy can can happen like i think this has potential to be something i never did i haven't seen the winnie the pooh movie but uh you know uh because i'm interested more in this peter pan take i think i <laughs> will probably check out this pooh movie uh eventually got just to kind of see what's see, up See, yeah, like where where I think it'll go after uh, getting a little bit of source. From yeah, this, the team. this new niche of horror Disney movies—that's a very interesting take. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and sticking with another uh, with another surprise, the Sandman was renewed for season two. Uh, early reports uh, earlier in the year, the reports were that when Sandman came out. It didn't do the numbers that they thought it was going to do with how hard they pushed it. I know they had like that Netflix week or whatever, and it was really one of the big things that they pushed. Uh, I know they did end up coming out with like two extra episodes like after. After the fact of the season one coming out. And it seemed like a lot of people were thinking that we were not going to get anything else. But uh, for the people that enjoyed it, like myself... We are getting a season two, so uh, hopefully it's a little bit more popular. It gets out there a little bit more um, because I, I thought it was interesting. Did you check it out? Not. It's actually on my watch list. It's actually one of the few live action things on my watch list. And I know that when reports came out that it was kind of up in limbo, I know you were hoping for a second season, I think I remember correctly. Yeah. So uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad for this news, uh, and I'm sure if you enjoyed it like I did, uh, you're glad for this news too. Another shot, and uh, it, it left off in a good place. So I'm I'm just glad that uh, here we go again, round two. Uh, the Weird Al story is out now, starring Daniel Radcliffe, and it is on the Roku channel, and it is free. So if this is any, if uh, you're interested in looking at a story of Weird Al or just uh, 
seeing Daniel Radcliffe as something other than Harry Potter or what are, I know, I know you've mentioned some of his other works that you've seen him in. Uh, what's the, the, the black something? There's the woman in black, Swiss army woman man and the horns. Yeah. But uh, for, then, so, uh, for so many of us, he's always going to be Harry Potter, right? Canimbo. So. Canimbo, is that the one with the guns where he's crazy? I've seen, I've seen three of those. Out of I think there's other ones. I I like Daniel Radcliffe. I think he's great. You know, not just in Harry Potter. You know, but I think he's cool. So, um, I but the movie is supposed to have gotten really good reviews. So, even if you're not a weird weird fan, you're a movie fan. It's probably something you want to check out because he's supposed to be really really good. Yeah, and for the low low price of free ninety nine, I mean, why not, right? Yeah, check it out on the Roku channel streaming now. A24 is developing a Friday the 13th prequel series called Crystal Lake. Shout out to Ricky. Nana banana, nana banana. Yeah, nana banana, nana banana. That's I got right. you, so I got you. So uh, we'll be looking out for that. I'm sure if Ricky doesn't know, I'm sure once he gets this news, he's going to be super excited. Nana banana, nana banana. So uh, Friday the 13th. Uh, looks like we're probably going to be getting something, maybe a sequel of some kind, a new, a new 13th movie like we've talked about, but we're also going uh, back in time to pre-Jason. Carlos Lopez Estrada. Uh, as far as I know, he's the one that did uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. Is set to direct the live-action movie of Your Name. I've never seen this, but I've heard a lot of people talk about it. Uh, I know some of the premise, and I know it's very, very popular. So, uh, thoughts? First of all, uh, Makoto Shinke is, that's what's his film. It's amazing. It's an amazing film. It's the director of that one, Weathering With You. Uh, is, it, is it The Lost Garden? I think it was The Lost Garden? Five centimeters a second. One of those. Those are the more short films. But <clears throat> it's a Makoto film, and they're gorgeously drawn the storytelling is absolutely amazing and i thought your name is it was an amazing film i love that film i've seen it several actually that's one of the few films i own i have a little collector's limited edition thingy but it's an amazing film i'm actually super excited to see what the live action take is going to be um and right the last dragon from the director I, I i really enjoyed that movie i just saw it recently too a few months ago and i thought it was awesome so um high hopes high hopes uh based on what i know i've never seen it but based on what i know i feel like it's it lends itself to be a live action movie at least yeah what i'm what i'm familiar with like it's not a stretch i don't think no because the the there's a supernatural aspect of the show but that supernatural aspects can be done like Mm -hmm. no 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 worries Okay, good deal. Because I don't know, I don't know about no supernatural. I know about a certain thing that happens between a boy and girl, but that's all I know. Is yeah, that what you're thinking. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, so, other news: uh, Christian Melody has been cast as Sophia Falcone for the Penguin series. So, I guess. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of hype building about uh, the Penguin series and uh, Colin Farrell as Penguin. And uh, we now know that Sofia Falcone is going to be a big part of that. Christian uh, Melody, if you're not familiar, I know her from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, I've seen her in other things, but I don't remember the names of some of the other work she's been in. Uh, but that's where I know her from the most. Uh, I'm a big fan of any, any and all things uh, Batman. So I'm pumped for this. Uh, dodgeball, a court, a dodgeball. Is it a series or was it a sequel? I think it was a sequel, right? I think so. I believe there's one where uh, they yeah, said he had an idea. Yeah, a dodgeball, a dodgeball sequel is reportedly pending approval from Ben Stiller, according to Vince Vaughn. Uh, but yeah, uh, Vince Vaughn says he hopes it ends up happening. I think there's also been some comments from Justin Long, another actor from the movie. But uh, basically, they're just waiting for the the main man to give it the okay. And uh, we're going back into Dodgeball. I know it's one of those movies that we talk about all the time. Uh, we quote stuff from there and and all that. So I'm I'm ready. Oh, man. Dodgeball is such a great movie, man. Cool classic. <laughs> Amazing movie. Not even a cool classic. It was popular when it came out, man. <laughs> So, uh, last couple things. Avatar, Way of the Water, we got the official trailer. 
It's coming out to December 15th. I did watch the trailer again. Uh, no surprise. Visually stunning. Uh, who knows what the story is going to be exactly. I feel like I kind of have an idea. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I feel like I kind of have the idea of what it's going to be. It's, uh, you know, it, it's just going to be beautiful to look at. I'm sure. Uh, I know there's probably going to be a lot of thoughts and, uh, I feel like this movie is going to get a lot of criticism just because of the recent comments of like James Cameron and some of the other people that say like, Oh, these movies aren't real cinema or whatever. So they're probably going to judge it harshly, I think, but I mean, to each their own movies, a movie. I'm we'll super curious how this movie is going to do in the box office. Cause the first avatar, I remember, you know, just box office, monster you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. uh, this record never does record get broken i don't recall i don't think so i think maybe be when did they break it when they did a re-release of a certain movie um event uh endgame endgame it might have been that 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 might have been what was gonna challenge it i don't know if it ended I, up yeah winning. i don't remember if it did I, I i was keeping up with it i don't remember if it did i think it might have if i'm not mistaken but um Again, just but just the impact, you know, that Avatar was because remember Avatar came out in two thousand and nine, ten ish, maybe earlier. So I'm curious if this one's gonna have the same numbers as that one. Considering now that people have had ten plus years to kind of sit on Avatar, you know, and it, it was amazing it was a great movie, don't get me wrong. But is was it a billion dollar great movie, you know? Cause especially the hype that Endgame where Endgame was a movie ten years in the making, you know what I mean? Um, so I'm just kind of curious as to how this one is going to do, or if it's going to, you know, because it was also, no, it still holds a record, I think, for what being number one in the box office for a consecutive amount of weekends and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure it still holds that record. But I know it has all kinds of crazy records. Yeah. So, uh, and then along with that, like we mentioned, uh, the criticisms or whatever, what the idea of there's real cinema and there's not real cinema. And I feel like it's going to be scrutinized. If it's not like the greatest movie ever, uh, which I honestly don't see it being that, <laughs> but I, I'm going to go check it out. It's going to be beautiful to look at. Uh, Great so. popcorn flick, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I, what else do I got here? A uh, new Godzilla movie is coming Ooh, from yeah. Toho on yes. November 3rd. So November 3rd of next year, actually. So we're, we're, we're about a year out, but uh, any monster Those... movies, I know you and I are big on them. Just uh, the more monster uh, the better, and right. the Toho Godzilla dude. That's that's OG. That's that is the God the Godzilla franchise right there, man. That's what I was like, dang, that's amazing. So I'm super excited for that one. Uh, I had here the WB stuff. We already covered that. Uh, the last thing I have is uh, Daphne Keen is joining the cast of Star Wars: The Acolyte. If you don't, if you don't remember who Daphne Keen is, she is the little girl from Logan. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, the acolyte is that series that's set to be like, uh, before the Phantom Menace, a hundred years before the Phantom Menace. So we're supposed to see like some interesting things in the Star Wars universe that we've never seen before. So I'm excited for that. Uh, that's all I have in terms of news. Any other things you want to add, uh, maybe from the week or, you know, there's some crazy stuff going on in the NBA right now. Oh yeah, I know we talked about that a while back. Uh, but just a couple of things, um, and I don't, it's, it's not a review, but I did finish Fire Punch. For those of you who are not familiar with that, I know Chainsaw Man right now just kind of took over the anime scene, and um, it, it's one, it's one of the animes that you know being watched again along with you know Spy Family and and Bleach and stuff like that. But um, I read I read all his one shots. Goodbye, Ari. Look back, and there was two other ones. Can't remember the names. But those are the ones like that more recent ones. And Fire Punch, and I was saying Rico about it the other day. Super big trip. Crazy, just nihilistic, dark philosophy, but with just some bizarre, strange, um uh just just crazy things that that happens. It's it, it's oh, it's almost like an absurd and like for those like you know, an absurdity in some form of genre and again this is the english me talking but there was a lot going on with it and i thoroughly enjoyed the hell out of that damn 
manga for what it was because i was just you know mind blown and just like huh every single time so if you have not read fire punch and you're enjoying chainsaw man i think you owe it to yourself to check out um you know just what this one is um another thing uh i know the what what season we're on the fall season i know the fall the fall season of anime is in full swing i just kind of want to talk about it briefly um just just so you know i know this is one of the most anticipated ones and it's not slowing down it, there's a lot that's going on there's a lot that's showing up weekly uh just to name a few bleach spy family chainsaw man mob cycle blue lock my hero academia are some of the more popular ones some of the other popular ones that aren't getting talked about just because of these six major ones and again when i say major i'm, I'm telling i'm saying like these are anime that are in the top 10 you know of the last five dec- 10 years of you know just that's the amount of popularity and exposure that they've gotten across the manga and anime realm some of the other ones again that are not these romantic killer is supposed to be a good one uh on netflix if you're into the romance uh slice of life genre i that, i am checking that one out it's on my watch list i'm going to check it out I'm just waiting um welcome to demon school i know me and rico are just huge fans of that one that one is also out Two Eternity second season golden camera season four i think that one's almost over so i think it's gonna be season five the last season and then i started watching one called Boki the rock uh very similar to Kaon. Uh, this is music, slice of life. Um, it's based on a band of four female characters, but it is hilarious. It is awesome. I am thoroughly enjoying it. The Eminence in Shadow, Reincarnated as a Sword, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch Mercury. And then to just a couple of the last ones, Tiger and Bunny, Usaki-chan, I'm the Villainess, Berserk the Golden Age. And those are the more popular ones that are just kind of being talked about more so on a weekly basis um arc knights just came out and i know arc knights is based off the mobile uh that one's doing all right kind of again the first two episodes are just released so maybe that one will you know get better uh we'll see where that one goes um and i think that's about it yeah i think the, the one people are waiting on is lupin zero which is supposed to be the prequel to lupin third and uh, jojo's bizarre adventure stone ocean part three is supposed to make a comeback and among some other ones but you can always go and find them online and see you know whatever you know catches your fancy so um, i just want to talk about that briefly uh you know just because we're in full swing and i we haven't really got a chance to talk about what we're watching and some of the things we're enjoying maybe check something out and stuff like that so if you're looking for something to watch need some recommendations not knowing what to watch um you can re-listen to this (laughs) listen to what i just said again and hopefully you can find something that fits your uh your anime viewing needs or just your watching pleasure in general so yeah uh i think that's about it for me uh the only things i'll throw out there is uh there's a new drake album out there so if you're into music and all that uh, i haven't listened to it yet but i'll probably do it uh maybe listen to it a little bit after this i did listen to the new rihanna song for the uh for the new black panther movie and man it's heavy it's good i was jamming out hard earlier today um it's it, it's nice it's it's a good song uh we are actually only we're less just under two weeks away from pokemon scarlet and violet i am thinking that i might stream that game so uh i kind of have to make that i'll make that decision between here and next week uh if i'll be streaming uh and i'll let you know uh, where to go check that out if you're interested in watching that uh otherwise uh Depending on, uh, we do have that uh, big event tomorrow. Uh, again, congratulations to Tiffany and Daniel, Mr. and Mrs. Beast, right, Marcus? Uh, so, uh, depending how that goes, and if it, uh, you know, we will get our discussion out to you Monday, if not, maybe a little bit later during the week, if it ends up being like a Dothraki wedding. You're familiar with Game of Thrones, you know what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, that's it for me too. But uh, check out uh, the Rihanna song, Marcus. It's it's, it's pretty good. I liked it. Uh, I'll, ch- I'll check it out. Um, but other than that, thank you guys for listening. You can always listen to our 
other discussions from the past week or um, other news. We have separated the two. Um, the news releases towards you know the weekend, Friday, Saturday, uh, where the discussion does release on Monday. So see if you find something that you might enjoy and give us a listen to, give us a follow. Uh, you can always follow us on Meta or Nerds. I'm trying to be more active with that. It is tough, but um, we, as long as we get these out, you know, once a week, we're you know we're doing all right for ourselves, right? Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Rico, anything else? Nope, never been in, never been in. I thank you guys for listening. You have a good night.